Hey community, this is Priscelles, your host for the Yes and Amen podcast. Here we have conversations, testimonies, and meditations. This is a Selah meditation episode. Selah means to stop and listen, preferably to God. So find a comfortable place and let's get started. Hey all, welcome to another episode of the Yes and Amen podcast. And today's Selah meditation is around grief. And Maybe you're surprised in this month that we are releasing an episode on grief versus gratitude, but the reality is that many of us uh, want to be grateful while also experiencing heavy amounts of grief in the holiday season, whether it's because of loss of loved ones or people we're missing or grieving the changes of life and how perhaps the holidays aren't the same, maybe because of the pandemic, whatever it may be, grief is a pretty consistent thing that exists in our everyday lives. And so we get to go to God's word for comfort and truth around this everlasting thing that we will experience for the rest of our days. And so let's start with prayer and then we'll get right into it. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you meet us in our grief, that you're not far from us when we are grieving. You're not far from us ever. And so we thank you for that Holy Spirit, for being our comfort and our peace in the hardest moments of life when we feel that there is something missing when we are grieving change and when we are struggling to see goodness and light in the midst of darkness be with us in this time help us see your scripture as truth as comforting and as something that can give us peace far more than anything that the world can offer in Jesus' name amen So we're going to start with Matthew 5 for today. If you can just take a deep breath in and just notice your breath and release it at your own pace and your time. And when I say notice your breath, what I mean is notice the state it is in. Is it rushed? Is it heavy? Is it loud? Is it quiet? God is in so many things in our everyday life, including in our breath and our body. And we get to pay attention to that even here and now as we meditate on his word. And in your next exhale, just release all the things that perhaps are weighing on your mind and your heart right now. And just be present with these few minutes in God's word and in God's truth. Matthew 5, 4 says, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed. Jesus is not here just saying, those who mourn shall be comforted. But the ones who mourn are also blessed. If you are mourning, you are not absent of blessings. God will not stop providing you his blessings. His peace and his presence alone are that. And so in your mourning, you are still blessed and you get to be comforted in that and you shall be comforted in that what does that look like for you in your life how have you seen god comfort you in your morning if you're mourning right now how are you noticing his comfort right now perhaps it's through a person perhaps it's through a song perhaps it's through a memory perhaps it's through something you see in the room you're in right now Perhaps you are actually feeling God hugging you right now. What is the comfort that God has provided for you in your morning? 
Sometimes when we think of comfort, we just think in general terms, he is comforting me. But God is also very specific. He's a very detailed God. So what is Jesus doing right now to comfort you in your morning? And as you think through that, I'd like to encourage you with some hope. So much of our mourning and our grief can keep us in a place of right now, of today. And although we should live in the present and be aware of our present, there's also a deep hope we get to have of future, of the things that come in the future and what will come to pass because God says so. The book of Revelation is a book determining and communicating what will come to be in the future. There are a lot of different interpretations of the book, but this particular verse is pretty straightforward and clear. And it's talking about heaven. It's talking about after Jesus' second coming and what will our experience be like? What will our life be like? What will things be like? Revelation 21.4 says, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Right then and there, friend, I hope you are encouraged to know that every tear you have cried, whether it's for personal things you've experienced or grief you're grieving because of what's happening in the world and all the chaos you see and all the heartbreak you see in the world, he will wipe away every tear, every tear. And it says, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. There will be a time where we live and the former things have passed away. This is something we get to grab on with our hands tightly as a form of hope. It may be discouraging to not know when this will be, but we can focus more so on that Jesus said it would be, that he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. Psalm 34, 18 says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. This scripture gets to give us a comfort to know that Jesus is not far from our broken heart. He's not looking at us from a distance. This very season reminds us that he is Emmanuel, God with us. And because he's Emmanuel, God with us, he is near near than your very breath that you are breathing right now, near than anything that is surrounding you. He is that near. He is that near to you. And it says here that he saves the crush in spirit. Those of us who are crushed in spirit, whether because of something that's happened in our life, a trauma, or we're weary of the state of the church, or we're in pain of all the injustice we witness in the world, or someone that is close to us has broken our heart, or there is a transition and change in life that we weren't expected or ready for or prepared for. If we are crushed in spirit, he will save us. 
the point here the word saving is that we are perhaps lost because of our crushed spirit but he will find us and save us because he is near and because he's experienced what you feel john 11:35 says jesus wept every tear you have cried is not a distant idea from god the very god that put the stars in the sky told the ocean what to do created humanity that same god has cried and still cries he is near your cries he is near your broken heart because he too feels it he too experiences it so in our grief we get to acknowledge that we are blessed and that we shall be comforted in a very tangible way. In our grief, we get to have hope that someday we won't feel any of this because of Jesus. In our grief, we get to feel and know that God is near us and that he will save our crushed spirit. And in our grief, we get to know that Jesus too cried and that our tears are not a form of weakness, but they are a representation of humanity. They are a representation that we have a beating heart. They are a representation that we care. Holy Spirit, thank you that we care. That we care for the things that have gone, for the people who have gone. We care for the things that are out of place in this world. We care about all of the brokenness and we want to see healing and mending. Help us stay hopeful in our grief, Lord. Help us stay grateful in our grief and help us not run away from our grief. If you are meeting us here in it, help us sit in it, even if it's painful, even if it's difficult, even if we don't know what to do in our grief, help us stay present in it, Lord. Help us see the gift it is to come to you in our grief and to know that the God of the universe, the God who hears our cries, also has cried and also has a broken heart for the things that we are mourning thank you jesus that you are near that you are emmanuel that you will be with us however long this grief lasts even if it's until the very last day of our lives that your presence will be our comfort and that we are blessed even when the next grieving season comes. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode, y'all. If you are in a grieving season, I truly encourage you to not do it alone. So much of God's comfort comes through people. So whether that's close people that you trust, or perhaps a therapist or counselor, or a safe pastor, or someone that you can really confide in because walking through grief alone can be very painful but also can be dangerous because grief can take us places and take our mind places that we wouldn't expect. And so I'd encourage you to not do it alone. Perhaps look up resources, be part of communities that are perhaps going through the same grief experience that you are. But I definitely encourage you to not do this alone. And remember in the midst of this season, There is power in prayer. 
Go to God in prayer in your grief. I know it can be hard and you want to perhaps run from it, but cry out all the things you feel to God. He is listening, he can relate, and he loves you. I pray that meditation blessed you. Please be encouraged to know that you can do meditation on God's word anywhere at any time. It doesn't have to look or sound a specific way as long as we fix our eyes on Jesus. Join us for another conversation or meditation episode soon, and we invite you to rate, leave a review, or subscribe so this can reach and minister to even more people. May God's goodness and presence be with you.